There is a promised land. And I was thinking about this, and the promised land is not a business strategy. Hallelujah. You hear what I'm saying? The promised land is not your goals and human dreams of what you'd like God to do in your life. The promised land is heaven. Last night I was praying for a gentleman. I, I thought Peter was the one I'd prayed for, but this other guy was um, a little bit round and uh, he knocked over a man catcher and the two of them went down and... and um, he had a misplaced lens in the eye. And, um, and as we're praying, I was taken into heaven. And he, his eye was healed, but I was somewhere else. Yes, heaven is our promised land. Heaven, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. There is a place, and in that place, there is everything that we need on earth. All the promises of God are yours in that place, in the realm of heaven. Somehow we seem to materialize, reduce to the material fleshly desires. We seem to reduce heaven and what Jesus Christ has offered us through the blood of the Lamb, through his shed blood, have reduced it to what we want. It always amazed me what Jesus said to Satan. He said, get behind me, Satan, for you do not have in, thing, have in mind the things of God, but the things of man. And somehow we, we turn Christianity to our own means. There is a promised land. It is God's will in heaven. It is what is ours, our inheritance through the blood of Jesus Christ. All the blessings of heaven are ours by faith in Jesus' name. There is a promised land. And in that, that realm of the kingdom of heaven is your destiny, is my destiny. There's promise destiny for you. It's not your will, but his will. Hallelujah. You with me? The promised land is heaven in your heart among us on earth. It's 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. All the promises of God a yes and amen in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit does nothing apart from the word of God. When you want your own will, your own desires, your own thing from God, the Holy Spirit is not in it. He is in the word of God and the will of God. For my words, Jesus said, are spirit and life. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. When you are born again, you are brought by the Holy Spirit into communion with the Heavenly Father. The promised land of heaven is yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, there is more. There is more. There is more. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't you get it? It's not about here. It's about there. The promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, land of heaven. We're just passing through. This life is but a moment, a dot in the line of eternity. Don't get stuck on the dot. You're just preparing for what's coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This promised land is for everyone. Acts 2.38, Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you shall receive what? The gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise, what is it? Promise. For the promise of what? Of the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the Father's promise. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. You know, when you repent, you should receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Because it is through the Holy Spirit that we receive all the gifts, all the blessings of the promised land. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen. I can't get enough. What's that song you sing, Sarah? I just can't get enough. Yes, just can't get enough. Praise God. In Luke 24, 49, the Lord said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. It's the Holy Spirit who connects us with our destiny. And what is our destiny? Heaven. Amen. We're just passing through. Our destiny is to do the will of God. You need the Holy Spirit. You cannot be born again without the Holy Spirit. You cannot understand the word of God without the Holy Spirit revealing it to you. You cannot receive any of the blessings of God without the Holy Spirit. Poverty 
is when you reject the Holy Spirit. You can't have anything from God. That's why we should repent and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That means that you have the opportunity to take hold of the promised land. That means that the old has passed. The curse that came through sin and the awareness of sin through the law, you have been redeemed of that curse. You are free. Through the curse, there's poverty, there's sickness, there's all sorts of stuff. And now through the blood of Jesus Christ, you can have the promised land of heaven. Wow. Hallelujah. Look beyond the house, beyond the car, beyond the super fund to heaven. Let your heart be settled on heaven. When I was a missionary in Paraguay, um, I remember there was uh, a friend of mine, Adrian, his wife, and uh, she had her heart, I don't think she was a believer, she had her heart set on early retirement in her 40s or something. She could retire early. You know, that's what her heart was set on. And she died an early death. Why would you set your heart on the things of earth? Praise God. Live it in its entirety for Jesus Christ. Wow. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. What is the blessing of Abraham? Some people think it's all his flocks and sheep and herds and so on. The blessing of Abraham. What is the blessing of Abraham? Might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. That's the blessing of Abraham. It's not getting wealthy. It's getting the Holy Spirit by faith because Abraham was the father of our faith. Amen? Praise God. Jesus said, if you love me, John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he might abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Keep his commandments. Repent and obey the gospel. And he will send you a helper, the spirit of truth that the world does not know, the Holy Spirit he will send to you, and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you a higher dimension, the dimension of heaven, the promised land. Hallelujah. Why would you want to be a Christian and all you see is the things around you? 
Hallelujah. In him I live and move and have my being. In him, in the spirit of God, I will walk, talk. Amen. Have my being. There's more. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The promised land is here. Amen. You see, in the promised land, there's everything that you need. Heaven lacks nothing. We had that testimony from Rebecca last night after prayer. $21,000 cancelled. Hallelujah. Two little autistic children. No future. Medically speaking, no mind, didn't know who their parents were and didn't know who they were. And now they're bilingual, English and French, and can quote eight verses of Psalm 35. And the angel of the Lord will pursue those demons that attack them. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Praise God. You see what I'm saying? If you go after this world, you lose it all. That's what Jesus taught. But if you let this world go and you go after the promised land, after heaven, you get everything. Why would you sacrifice everything to gain something temporary? It's sad, you know. You see people... You know, they drive by and they're, they're hotted up sports car without a muffler, boom, you know. And this is their glory, their joy, and they've, they've gone into debt to buy this ridiculous car. Where will that car be in 30 years' time, 40 years' time? You know, you just wasted your youth on some stupidity. Give your life to Jesus. The promised land, a land of blessing beyond com comprehension is ours. Receive the promise of the Holy Spirit because through the Holy Spirit, the promises of God are ours by faith. So it's God who will make it happen. We can rest, you know. We can rest. It's, it's a wonderful thing to let God fight your battles. If you believe in God, you can rest. Mm -hmm. If you believe in God, you can rest. You don't have to put your trust and expectation in people. Because there is a promised land and all its glory is ours. Why would you expect other people to do this, that and the other? Amen. Why not just let your expectation rest in God? Amen. When we come to these meetings, my expectation is not that these meetings will pay for the meetings. No, that's God's job. Amen? My expectation is that God will provide for our needs. Amen? Praise God. That means that we're free. 
to go anywhere in the world. Praise the Lord. We're free. Because my expectation's not in you. You give what you want. Hallelujah. It's when you and God. Hallelujah. But my expectation's in him. The promised land has everything that we need. Hallelujah. If you trust in the Lord, you'll lack no good thing. Let your expectation be in him. You've got a client that you're expecting to fulfill what you want. You've got a wife or a husband. You're expecting them to do what you want. Why don't you just let them go and put your trust in Jesus? Amen. Praise God. So let God fight your battles. Joshua 23 verse 4. See, I have divided to you by lot these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from the Jordan with all the nations that I've cut off as far as the great sea westward. And the Lord your God will expel them. Who will do it? The Lord your God. Turn to your neighbor and say, God will expel them for you. And the Lord your God will expel them from before you and drive them out of your sight. So you shall possess their land as the Lord your God has promised you. See, God promised them the land. What they had to do was rest their faith in him to fight the battle and not to walk in fear and doubt like the original spies that spied out the land and cause all the people to be afraid and to suffer God's judgment for another 40 years, for 40 years in the wilderness. Therefore, be very courageous to do what? To keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses. Be courageous to do all that is written in this book. Amen. The key to success in the promised land is to yield yourself absolutely to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and his will, the word of God, in your life. That's the key. That's the key. Hallelujah. Seven keys to success. <laughs> Repent and believe the gospel. Obey the word of God. Obey the manual that God wrote for us. Lest you turn aside from it to the right hand or to the left, lest you go among those nations, those who remain among you. You shall not make mention of the name of their gods nor cause anyone to swear by them. You shall not serve them nor bow down to them, but you shall hold fast. Turn to your neighbor and say, hold fast. But you shall hold fast to the Lord your God as you have done this day. That's how to inherit the promised land is hold fast to Jesus Christ. Put your faith in him. Amen. He's an awesome God. Praise God. He may not come when you want him, but he will come on time. He's faithful. He's good to all his promises. Hebrews 3.17 
Now with whom was he angry 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, by faith we enter the promised land, a land of rest, a land of Psalm 23. You make me to lie down, amen, in green pastures. Let us fear lest any of you seem to come short of it, the rest. For indeed the gospel was preached to them, preached to us as well as to them, to the people in the, in the wilderness. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. When the Holy Spirit takes his word and preaches it to you, does it profit you? Do you take it, take it and mix it like a cake, ladies? Mix it like a cake with faith. Amen? Turn it over and over and over. Chew it over. Mix it. Cake mix. Mix it with faith. And the word of God will come alive. Words will become life and spirit as you mix it. For we who have believed do enter that rest. As he has said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. So we come into this promised land by faith. Simple faith in Jesus Christ. Let him fight your battles. Praise God. And when you enter the land, keep the engine going. Once you enter in, you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you enter into that heavenly realm, keep the engine running by meditating on the word of God. So often, you know, the tendency is people get an experience of God and then they're like, Somehow they don't keep the engine running by daily, seriously meditating in the word of God. Somehow you get distracted by stuff. So Joshua 1.1, 1, 1, after the death of Moses. And uh, so... Joshua says to the people, Now therefore rise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you as I said to Moses. When God has instructed you to do something in life, go and do it. He will give you the place where you put your foot. Amen. Amen. Get rid of this miserable fear. Turn to your neighbour and say, get rid of that miserable fear.
It's so easy to be a good Christian and do nothing. It's so easy not to cross over the river. It's so easy to do nothing and go back to the land of bondage. And everyone says, oh, dear me, I'm so sorry for you. Look what has happened in your life. It's because of your unbelief. Get up, cross the Jordan and take the land. Amen. Amen. There will always be people, Christians, who sympathize with you. But on the day of judgment, what we want to hear is well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. You crossed the Jordan. Amen. You had some courage. You took the word and you went for it. Amen. Praise God. The worst that can happen is you fail. You know, when, when you, you step out in faith, praise God. Your faith gets tested, sure. You go through fire, you go through afflictions and problems and you come out in the promised land. Amen? Praise God. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. The Lord will never fail. He's always with us. Amen? I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Praise God. Uh, you know, I'm just reminded as, as I'm sharing. So um, I'd gone through a divorce. My wife had left me and I was a mess and I was preaching in Bendigo. And, uh, you know, they say that for the preacher, you know, the worship is supposed to get you all going, you know, and so you're all enthusiastic to preach, right? Well, I said, Lord, I feel like I'm in hell. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm in hell. Lord, help me, please. You you know, I'm just feeling terrible. And, um, you know, he never leaves us. So I stood up and if you can understand, I saw him standing behind me as I was facing the people, towering behind me, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And a little boy, he was uh, stopped growing. He was stunted in growth and um, he was deaf in one ear, no eardrum, was under, audio, uh, what do you call it, audio care, whatever they call it, um, and uh, since he was born, no eardrum, constant infections. And the power of God came on that boy. He said, I felt my ear move, my bone move, he said. And instantly he could hear. He went back to the audiologist and they said, he's got no eardrum, but he's hearing. What is going on here? <laughs> Hallelujah. He grew nine inches in three months. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Never. He is a good shepherd. He's not scared of Satan. 
He's not afraid of your problems. Amen. Whether you feel like you're in hell or you're on the top of the mountain, he'll never leave you. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Amen. Praise God. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. What's wrong with this world? We, you know, the world is in basically a time of peace, apart from at the moment Russia and Ukraine, and yet everyone's in debt. The governments are, are just drowning in, in debt. You know, so many countries around the world, they reject the word of God they reject the standards of righteousness and they teach their people to do the same. You've got abortion at birth here in Australia and in New Zealand. You've got governments teaching that sex outside of marriage is your right. And they wonder why we have so many problems as we snub the creator God and his word. But if we would obey the word of God, surely he would prosper us in the promised land. Amen. Surely he would prosper our businesses, our economies. Surely righteousness would exalt a nation. I guess the world will have to learn the hard way that if you snub God and his word, he will hand you over to your own practices. Romans chapter 1. They think they're wise, but they're fools. Amen? Praise God. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. In the promised land... There's not success, there's good success, and God only is good. In this world, people say this is success, having this or that or the other. But when you meditate on the word of God, careful to observe all that is written in it, God himself will give you good Success. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, Do you want success or good success?
Amen. The world's bombarding you with Google advertisement of what you need, success. Pushing you to satisfy yourself. Like the lady, I think last night, who was saying that she got delivered of a demon that tried to satisfy her all the time. (laughs) The world's always wanting you to satisfy yourself. Not my will, but yours be done. Amen. Take up your cross. Turn to your neighbor and say, take up your cross. Forsake yourself. Die to yourself. And live for Christ. And then you'll gain all things. You'll gain the promised land. Amen. So take hold of the promised land by faith. In the promised land, there are laws. The King of Kings has set laws. Jesus Christ has set his word. That's his righteous standard. We are citizens of heaven. Amen. We are citizens of heaven. We are subject to his laws, to his government. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. Amen. Praise God. Take the kingdom. Take the promised land by faith. It's a land of rest. Put your expectation in him. Rest in him. Your faith will be tested. It's okay. A tested faith is a blessed faith. Don't rely on yourself. When they crossed the Jordan River, they sent the Ark of the Covenant before them, 1,000 cubits before, because they did not know the way. You do not know the way when you enter into the heavenly realm and you begin to follow Jesus Christ. He knows the way. Trust him. Amen. Be blind in the natural and see in the spirit. Praise God. Hold his hand. Trust him. Praise God. Use the strategy the Holy Spirit gives you. Amen. Do not trust in your own wisdom. Use the strategy that God gives you in your business, in your family, in your church, in the ministry. Use the strategy that God gives you. And it may seem foolish to you, but God uses foolish things. Amen? To exalt his name. Praise God. I want to finish by reading from Paul about those who will not inherit the promised land. Are we ready? 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators nor idolaters, those who love money. That's the primary meaning of idolatry in the New Testament, the love of money. Nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, any type of drug addiction, nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. 
and such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. Don't let anyone deceive you what is righteousness and steal your inheritance in the promised land of heaven. Amen. You can only enter through repentance of sin and by faith in Jesus Christ. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, the best is yet to come. Heaven is my home. It's where I'm going. Amen. You know, God has not changed his standards. His word was not written just on a page. It was written in heaven. It'll never change. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's bow our heads in prayer. If you need to repent, if your heart is not right, if your life is not right, I encourage you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Repent. Confess your sin to him. Are you watching things that you shouldn't be watching? You know, the spirit of the world, Satan, his demons, they come through the things of the world. When you watch, you focus on, you entertain yourself with the things of the world, with the filth and the evil and the sin of the world, Satan comes through those devices and those things that you use to entertain yourself, to afflict you, to torment you. Lord Jesus, forgive us, cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. Deliver us and transfer us from darkness into your wonderful light. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 God loves you. In the promised land, there's healing. There's deliverance. Jesus said, it is finished. Amen? It's finished. Everything that we need to do his will is there. And the promised land is right in this book. All the promises of God are ours in Christ Jesus. Take it. Amen? Nothing's impossible for the Lord. Don't let those thoughts like, oh, you know, those thoughts of doubt, you know, this is too hard, I've always had this, all this. No, nothing is is too hard for the Lord. Amen? Praise God. Big God bless you. Love you all. Amen.